I originally shared the following double chocolate espresso gluten-free brownie recipe in the February 2nd, 2018 edition of The Point on KPOV 88.9 FM High Desert Community Radio in Bend, Oregon. The Point is a half-hour, locally produced news feature and digest show focusing on people and activities in Central Oregon. Catherine's Kitchen airs on the first Friday of each month, offering conversations and recipes from Central Oregonians with a keen interest in food and food issues. Welcome to Catherine's Kitchen, where something's always cooking. I'm Catherine, and it's just you and me in the kitchen today, so let's talk chocolate. As a Valentine's gift to you, I'm going to share an excellent, easy recipe for double chocolate espresso gluten-free brownies. Don't worry, if you're not a gluten-free person, you're not going to know the difference. I'm a lifelong connoisseur of brownies. I've been making them in my home kitchen since I was in high school. Over the ensuing decades, I have worked my way through many brownie recipes in my quest to find the best recipe for my current taste. In my opinion, a brownie should be very chocolatey and rich, but not too sweet. It should provide crusty edges for brownie lovers who prefer the baking pan's outside squares and soft, melt-in-your-mouth center brownies for those who would prefer the center squares. The recipe I'm sharing with you today meets all of my qualifications. It calls for two kinds of chocolate and espresso powder. The espresso powder enhances the chocolate flavor. The recipe also contains eggs and baking soda, which combine to make the brownies rise around the outside edges, creating a crunchy, chocolatey crust for those of you who like to bite through a crust to get to a brownie soft center. Those of you who like to get right to the soft center will not be disappointed either. The center squares will give you the soft, melt-in-your-mouth goodness you like. I adapted this recipe a bit from Jessica Seinfeld's One Pot Mocha Brownies recipe that appeared in the April 30th, 2017 edition of Parade Magazine. Simply follow these easy steps to make the double chocolate espresso gluten-free brownies that I love. Before doing anything else, preheat the oven to 350 degrees. Preheating takes about 15 minutes and it's an important step in the baking process. You want your oven to be at the suggested temperature before you bake your brownies. Before you assemble the other ingredients, toast 3 quarters cup pecans in the preheated oven for approximately 9 minutes. Every oven is different, so watch the toasting pecans carefully. They will emit a strong pecan aroma when they are done toasting. Pecans burn easily, so keep your eye on them. But they're worth the effort. Toasted pecans just have a really nice flavor that raw pecans don't have. Let the nuts cool until they are easy to handle, which will take about 10 minutes, then coarsely chop them. The next thing you want to do is spray an 8 or 9 inch square baking pan with cooking spray. If you don't have cooking spray, which I never do, just take a little bit of butter and rub it around the bottom of the pan. Don't worry about the edges because you want the brownie batter to be able to climb up the edges without slipping back down. So you're only worried about the bottom of the pan. If you like, you can line the pan with parchment paper. Parchment paper isn't necessary, If you do use parchment paper, spray the pan with cooking spray before adding the parchment paper. Then spray the parchment paper itself. Once your baking pan is ready, assemble the other 11 ingredients so they're all in one place before you start making your brownie batter. 
you will need one stick or one half cup of unsalted butter, one cup semi-sweet chocolate chips, one tablespoon espresso powder, three quarters cup granulated sugar, a quarter cup dark brown sugar, two large eggs, one teaspoon vanilla extract, one quarter cup gluten-free baking flour. You can substitute all-purpose flour if gluten is something that you don't have to worry about. But this is a great recipe to share with your friends who are gluten-free. One quarter cup unsweetened cocoa powder, one quarter teaspoon baking soda, one quarter teaspoon kosher salt. Okay, now you have all your ingredients assembled. Get out a medium saucepan with a heavy bottom, put it on a stove burner, and melt the stick of unsalted butter over medium-low heat. Once the butter is melted, and this won't take very long, so keep your eye on this, move the pan to a cool burner. Add one cup of semi-sweet chocolate chips and one tablespoon espresso powder to the melted butter. And let those three ingredients sit for two minutes. You're letting the chocolate chips melt into the butter and the espresso powder to dissolve into that liquid. After the two minutes, whisk the butter, chocolate chips, and espresso powder until the combination is smooth. Then whisk in three-quarter cup granulated sugar and one-quarter cup of brown sugar. Whisk until the sugars are mixed well into the chocolate mixture. Once your sugars are mixed in, add two large eggs one at a time, whisking well after each addition. Then add one teaspoon vanilla, one quarter cup gluten-free baking flour, one quarter cup unsweetened cocoa powder, one quarter teaspoon baking soda, and one quarter teaspoon kosher salt. Because you're using such a small amount of flour, you can substitute all-purpose flour for the gluten-free flour. Because you're using such a small amount of flour, nobody's going to notice that these are gluten-free brownies unless you tell them. Whisk slowly to begin to mix all the ingredients you've just put into the pan with the chocolate mixture. And again, you've just added vanilla, gluten-free baking powder, unsweetened cocoa powder, baking soda, and kosher salt. Once they are incorporated, use a spatula to clean down the sides of the pan to be sure all the ingredients are well incorporated into the mix. Then, enthusiastically whisk the brownie batter for 45 seconds or until the batter is thick and glossy. This will take some muscle. Don't be shy about it. The last step is to fold in the quarter cup toasted choppy cons into the batter just until blended. Then scrape down the sides of the pan again and scrape all of the batter into the prepared baking pan. Spread the batter evenly in that 8 or 9 inch square baking pan. Place the baking pan in the center of the preheated oven and bake the brownie batter for approximately 35 minutes or until a toothpick inserted in the center comes out with a few moist crumbs. Again, every oven is different, so keep a close eye on the brownies near the end of the baking time. The first time you make these brownies, consider setting your timer for 30 minutes and start testing the brownies for doneness at that point. When the brownies are done to your satisfaction, transfer the baking pan to a wire rack and let the brownies cool completely. When my brownies come out of the oven, I use a spatula to gently press down the outside edges that rise quite a bit during the baking process. After the brownies have completely cooled, run a knife around the baking pan's edges to make sure the brownies are not stuck to it. You can serve the brownies directly from the pan or you can turn the entire square onto a cutting board. Whatever you do, cut the brownies into two-inch squares and store them 
however you want. They can go into an airtight container or they can just stay right in that baking pan and you can cover it with whatever you have handy. The recipe makes 16 two-inch square brownies. Enjoy the brownies with your valentine or just eat them all yourself. Why not be your own valentine? The opinions expressed on Catherine's Kitchen have been mine, not necessarily those of anyone else at or associated with KPOV. Catherine's Kitchen is produced at KPOV High Desert Community Radio in downtown Bend, Oregon. Until next time, keep feeding your bellies and your souls. Maybe some delicious double chocolate espresso gluten-free brownies. Thanks for listening to this KPOV Catherine's Kitchen podcast. KPOV is community radio for the high desert of Central Oregon. For more information and our program schedule, go to kpov.org. We value your feedback. Drop us a note at podcast at kpov.org.